On the final episode of Just In Case You Forgot, Season 2, Delaware County, I finally talked to the man everyone simply calls The Hunter, the man who found Stacy Colbert in Delaware County. Yep, this is John Hess. John is serving a life sentence in an Ohio correctional institution for crimes unrelated to Stacy's case. We had a young dog, and we lost the dog. Hollered at my brother and said, Hey, uh, there's a human skull over here. So listen to that now on Just In Case You Forgot, Delaware County. Why here? We, we don't know. Just In Case You Forgot podcast is produced and hosted by William Swafford. Music was put together by William Swafford. This podcast has taken me farther into the Stacy Colbert case than I ever imagined it would when I first started, Just In Case You Forgot. I did learn a lot of new things got some things wrong. One thing I did get wrong was the name of the hunter, the man who found Stacy Colbert in Delaware County in 2004. This mistake I don't take personally because the media had reported two different names for the person who found Stacy. However, I did find out the man's real name and he wasn't hard to track down. The man who found Stacy's remains in 2004 is John Hess Jr. John is serving 11 years to life in prison for crimes unrelated to Stacy's case. John Hess was put in prison by the state of Ohio for crimes against minors. His youngest victim was under the age of 12 years old. The state of Ohio determined that John was a sexually violent predator and he had been convicted on other occasions for gross sexual imposition with a minor. I am totally against anyone who brings harm to minors, but I got to talk to John to hear his version of what happened on the day that he found Stacy Colbert. Would John tell me more than what is in the old newspaper article about the day in 2004? Violation of PRC policy. Thank you for using GTL. Thank you for using GTL. Hello. Hello. Yep, this is John Hess. So you just wanted to do that podcast? Yes. Thank you for calling me. John didn't waste any time. He started talking about the day he had found Stacy Colbert. John had just mentioned that he was out hunting with his brother-in-law. That was the first time I've ever heard of a second person being there on that day. And uh, we had a young dog, and we lost the dog, the young pup, but had an older dog with us too. And the older dog treed on that river bank that night, which is the Scioto River, here on 257. And so we went back to Vietnam and he said a woman and a kid's skull is always small and a 
John found a human skull while out looking for his lost hunting dog, showed the skull to his brother-in-law, and went home. Then later, he called the Delaware County Sheriff's Department. I would like to point out at this moment that John is not originally from Delaware County. He was just living in the county at that time. One question comes to mind, though. Why didn't John's brother-in-law call law enforcement? John was never interviewed again to see if he had ever had any association with the victim, Stacy Colbert. John did talk to the media. I would like to believe someone would know the difference between a real skull and a Halloween costume. The exact date was November 27th of 2004, about a month after Halloween of that year. So you've never re been re-interviewed by Delaware County law enforcement? to the lost hunting dog. What time we was out hunting at night, the pup was with the older dog. 
holding somebody's dope to Bubba off in the tree. And just so happened, uh, his grandson was in school and one of the boys told about, uh, told him about, I found this dog uh, was on a tree and I took it off the tree. It's a nice dog. And he said, huh, that, he said, and they explained to him what it looked like. And he said, that's my grandpa's dog. So we ended up going to the sheriff about that and got the pup back. So are you uh, are you originally from Delaware County? Uh, no, I was I was raised in Meigs County, but the reason why I was around Delaware County is I actually lived in Morrow County, which was county over. But my brother-in-law lived there in Delaware County, and we uh, went coon hunting a lot together. So was you you was hunting in that area then or in a different area? Yeah. We was hunting in that area. Okay. But the dog we was hunting in the woods across the road from it, but the dogs, you know, crossed over. Yeah. Went over in that went over into that woods. But when they crossed over that's where the last place we heard the dogs and we couldn't find a bump and we hunted for it for over three and a half hours trying to find the bump and couldn't find it drove up and down the road and everything and then the next day that's when we went back down there and he said well the last place uh, uh, of course we had a dog named Dixie and he said next the last time that Dixie was treated was right here on this riverbank and then he said you go down that way and I'll go up this way and that's why that's how I hollered at him and I said hey Ray he said hey Ray I point that out because that is also the first name of the other name that the media had mentioned as the one who found Stacy. The name that I thought I had wrong. There was two newspaper articles that I read from 2004. Each report in a different name as the person who found Stacy. No article mentioned two people being there on that same day. The two names that the media gave was Ray Parsons and John S. Jr., just makes me wonder just how many skulls did race see in Vietnam. I knew what John was in London Correctional Institution for, but I asked him anyways to see what he would say. So, what are you incarcerated for now? Uh, sex crime, GSI, two third degree felonies, which I wasn't even there, that's what I'm saying. I'm in here for something I didn't even do. John claims he is innocent of the crimes that he received a life sentence for. I'm not the one who can help him out with that. Even if he is innocent of one crime, he still was convicted of other sex crimes towards minors in the past. There are all kinds of monsters that walk amongst us. 
John claims that he was in prison for another crime at that time. The incident happened that put him in prison for life. If that is true, then any lawyer would have gotten proof of that. Law enforcement would have gotten proof of that. So I have to say, I don't believe it. Also, John wouldn't tell me what he was in prison for before at the time of the incident. He was in prison before, years ago, for another sex crime towards minors. John won't be eligible for parole till the year 2029. And they said that my parole board hearing is 